We have got a huge announcement. Tommy, you want me to tell him? Should I tell it? No, I'll tell him. No, let me tell it. We'll both tell him at the same time. You ready? Saturday, February 10th. Me and Big Tommy Buns. We will be at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. One show, February 10th, 2024. Burt Kreischer and me, the two bears. Presale starts Wednesday at 10 a.m. And the code word is bears. Use the code bears to get your tickets before general on sale starts this Friday at 10 a.m. This show will sell out. Burt Kreischer and I together. If you're coming to the big game, bet on your team now and bet on your boys. We will see you there. I can't wait. This week on Two Bears, One Cave, chicks yell out, me, Tom, too, at my shows. But when we turn the lights on, it looked like a basset hound. <laughs> oh, you're never going to be able to perform in Atlanta again. <laughs> Promise? <laughs> wow. Like, HBO is like, are you trans and missing a limb? Like, I've had my nipple bitten. Women will ask, like, can I grab your I think we have very different fan bases. I'll trade you. 100%. Cheers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Normally, when you tune in, you're horrified to see my co-host and his disgusting face. But today, we have a treat for you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the very handsome Matt Reif. We have a studio audience? There's an audience here, man. What? Um, oh, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Uh, we were talking, and you're like, I thought we were podcasting. <laughs> Did we talk for like 20 <laughs> minutes before this? <laughs> I know, I know. Um no, I'm super excited that you're here. Um, it's been, you know, I guess it's obvious to say, but it's probably been a pretty wild ride for you in the last. When did things like really change? Because I remember, okay, I, I'll tell you, like, it's always from different perspectives. I remember like I was in a vehicle on tour and my photographer was in the back and he goes, uh, you know, Matt Reif? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you seen like his crowd work? And I was like, no <laughs> he's like you haven't seen the clips i was like the fuck are you talking about i had no idea what he's talking about and he's like here s- check this out so he sends me a clip and i was like yes yeah, really good and then i look and it says like 19 million views i was like what the fuck oh yeah and dude. then it was like i looked at the next one and it said like 25 million views i was like what is going on like it was an explosion mm-hmm. and then it was like one of those things it's like somebody points something out and i just started you to hear everywhere I started to hear your name more. People will be like, oh, you do, you know, Stranger, you do comedy? Do you know Matt Reif? I was like, yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Meanwhile, you've been on Netflix like four times. Well, it wasn't even that. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, they keep mentioning his name. And then I saw like, I think I went to your page and I, I had seen you announce, I think your millionth follower on Instagram or something like that. Okay. Like, I saw it like, maybe it, like scrolled down a little bit. I was uh-huh. like, oh. And then it was like 2 million, 3 million. I was like, this jump is like yeah. very, very, it's growing in the TikTok thing. So like your life a year ago, a year ago, let's say August, September of last year, mm. is, is it still, is it, has this already begun? I'm trying to figure no, out. No, it was August of last year was the first time that like 
I started to get a bit of a following when people would start to come out to a show. July of last year, uh-huh. so 13 months ago, uh-huh. I was doing, I was maybe profiting $150 to fly myself out to do a one-nighter in Philly. To, Seriously. That like 80 people would show so up So a year ago. Yeah. So this is the part of it that like when we were texting a little while back mm-hmm. about all the stuff going on. Yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, don't lose your mind. Don't go crate. Like don't flip out because it feels like the, the craziest thing for me is the rate at which, not that it's happening. Oh yeah. It's just so fast. Oh, incredibly. It's so fast. You and know, you, you want to grab all of it while you can. It's so, sure. it's so scary because I, I still feel like in two months from now, I'm back to begging people to please come see me at a of one course. night in the middle of nowhere, which is the normal way to, everyone can't believe it's happened. But yeah. most of the like ascent, like the growth for mm-hmm. people is like this very gradual, you know what I mean? Like I remember like it doesn't, it's not like that for everybody, but like I remember for me, like the first time I realized that it happens differently for people, cause you only know your own path. Yeah. Right? So like, you know, I had a special come out. I, I shot one in 2013, came out in 2014 and by, it came out like March of that 14. Was, was the, your first special with Netflix? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. So it was like 2014, it comes out by the end of the year. I'm selling out clubs. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, "This is rad," but it's like that's what it was. Yeah. The next year starts. And I'm doing rock clubs, and I do that for like a tour. Like, well, can I ask this? When yeah. you fir- when you first started to sell out the the comedy clubs for a weekend, yeah. in your mind, were you like, "Oh, I've made it"? Like, this is the epitome of what I needed to be in my career. I was so excited that that was happening. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I was like, "Hold, I can't believe this is happening." I'm like, thirty four, thirty five, or uh-huh. something, and I'm like. I'm like, oh my God, um, I'm finally getting like, you know, like a check that you're like, oh, I can actually do something with yeah. this. Um, yeah, I was, I think I was like you where I was like, book, book it all, mm-hmm. like book everything. Yeah. Um, and I was also doing the thing where I would go book, a, like you learn that like agents hate booking one nighters, like at clubs and stuff. They're like, mm-hmm. just do the weekend. But sometimes I would be like, yo, this is like fucking Lafayette yeah like, I go just give me one night and they yeah. would go like nah they don't want to do it you and and you realize why because the club goes don't we don't want them for a night mm-hmm. we want them for like three nights yeah but I would like I would insist like I want to do that and then and then I go on the next night put me in Hattiesburg Mississippi yeah route it all together route it all together and they're like what because I was like I can get a hundred percent or close to it mm-hmm. of all these one-nighters and route together this this week that yeah. makes it worth it and then they go Oh, it becomes undeniable because you go, it all worked. Yeah. They don't want to do it at first. They just want you to, they want the, because the club goes, put them here, Cleveland, three nights, six shows. Yeah, here for the weekend. That's it. That's all they want to do. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's easier for them. Yeah. That if you do one night, then they'll, who are we going to get for the other night? So yeah, because this whole thing, but like, it was like this gradual thing. And then after the rock clubs tour, I did another special, it comes out and then I'm moving into small theaters. At the same time for that second special, I remember I ran into Ali Wong and she and her first special came out, which was a monster yeah. special. Monster special. It did bananas numbers. And so she went from I'm not selling tickets. And I didn't realize that at first. She was like, Hey, like, you know, can I ask you some questions? I was like, Yeah. I was like, So here's what's gonna happen. Cause I'm going from my experience, I was like, you'll probably start to like sell out clubs and then you move into, you know, uh, like maybe like theaters. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing, um, 
like Union Hall in New York. I was like, oh, that's great. She's like, I'm doing like nine shows there. Jesus I was like, Christ. I was like, oh, I don't know. I go, I don't think that we should. I'm not the person to give you advice. I think we have a different thing going on. I was like, what the fuck? She was like, yeah, yeah. Dude, she exploded, man. Exploded, exploded. I mean, now she's not, up for like multiple Emmys for her new show. I mean, it's her, insane. yeah. And then, and her people don't know that like, so Allie, is, she's open about it, so I'm not revealing. So she doesn't like huge venues. Really? No. So like- you know, she could do like a bunch of arenas. Mm-hmm. When she did uh, San Francisco, yeah, which is her hometown. She, uh, you know, they were like, "Hey, do the Oracle Arena." And she was like, "Fuck no." She did, you know, the Masonic. It's an awesome yeah. theater. She did nineteen there. Nineteen. Yeah. Or like in L.A. Too many. I know. She's like, no. She just parks. She's just like, I'll just take the family and hang out there for three weeks. Jesus. Well, that, I mean, that's, I guess that if, if you're just using it as a but residency, you yeah, can, she's you like, can exactly. space it out. Did but she, she also likes, in a row? Uh, I mean, like over God the course damn. of like probably a few days off, Wiltern in LA, great mm. venue, 14, 15, yeah. Oh my God. Well, you're like, just do the fucking staples. And she's like, no, because she doesn't like the show, which I get. Like she's, yeah. just, she's like, she's, she's done big ones. She's like, she doesn't even like 5,000 seaters. She's like. See, I'm, 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 I, I, I like. I like the both extremes. I like a, I like a comedy club and I like the bigger arenas. The in between is not my comfort zone uh-huh. for sure because it's just intimate enough. Yeah, that people will still yell out shit. For right. in my experience, the bigger theaters, like a, like a five, six, seven thousand one, yeah, is big enough that nobody wants to look fucking stupid by That's trying true. to yell out and ruin That's the very show. True. Or they know they're so far away they don't want to ruin it. Yeah, and comedy clubs, I like it because so intimate that like I can dive into some crowd work. If of I really course, want to do it. Yeah. So how are you? How are okay? We got. A little sidetracked. No, no, no. So this is like less than a year. Mm -hmm. What like what are you feeling like with uh going from I'm making 150 bucks to fly for a one nighter Uh to everybody knows your name, everybody's saying it. You announce a tour that sells out in 48 hours. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're turning down at it. Like, what does it feel like? It feels fucking exhausting, to be yeah. honest. It's the first time in my life that I ever had to realize, like, be careful what you wish for. Right. Because the reality can be so much harder than what you think your dream scenario is going to be. Sure. It doesn't feel real at all. It, right. It feels like I'm getting a lucky experience. Right. Which sucks a little bit. Like, I don't, I, I definitely don't get to enjoy it as much as I feel like I should be. You're not, be. like, sitting in it yet, though, No, too. it doesn't, it doesn't like, feel like, yeah. all, all of my friends are like, dude, you, you did the thing. Yeah. You made it. Yeah, yeah. As long as you don't fuck up, right. you're not gonna like you're not gonna have to worry about money for the rest of your life. You're you're gonna be fine. It's pretty you'll crazy. Be, you'll be able to at least do comedy clubs for the rest of your life, no right. matter how bad it goes. Kind of I, I think about that all the time. Really? All the time. I mean, like I told my agent, I'm like, if I can stay because I know that like the higher the upper end of it, which mm-hmm. is like the arena stuff yeah. that I'm doing is a window like you mm-hmm. don't do arenas no, for 20 can't. years it's a it's a window yeah so i'm like you know maybe i get to do it a couple cycles like a couple tours mm. i'm like if i can stay in theaters for the rest of my career mm-hmm. meaning i'm like 60 and i call them and i go hey can you book like these theater markets yeah I don't care if it's a fucking 1200 seat or something like I'd be thrilled. Yeah, of course. That would be amazing. Yeah. You can't stay at the top forever is also another thing we were talking about off air. Ralphie may say to me all the time. He used to say, he used to reference Dane cook all the time. He used to say like, you, you can't live at the mountaintop forever. No, eventually you do have to go down. And that's why 
You have to be nice to everybody you meet on the way up. That's, That's why true. you have to be grateful for all the experiences you have on the way up and try to enjoy it because yeah, exactly. It's it, that, that moment is only for a window. You're not going to be there forever. I mean, some windows obviously last longer, Yeah, you know? And I think that like, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm super grateful just to have experienced what I've experienced and be able mm-hmm. to work at that level. But you know, part of your brain is also like, oh yeah. Like even, you know, like a Kevin Hart, stop doing two arena shows. Yeah. He does one. Yeah. And you go like, oh, that's, but it's like, that's a reduction in his workload and Mm. all like. Well, quality of life I've learned has become like way more The fact that you're, that this just happened for you and you're (laughs) this young and you were able to go, I'm turning down one of these added show requests Mm -hmm. says like, it's a very wise thing that you're able to do at this stage. Well, I've been so lucky to get so much good advice. Like I was with, uh, I was with Chappelle in Yellow Springs at his summer camp that he does uh-huh. out there. And we were, we were talking about my tour and he was just like, he was, he was giving so many kind words. And one thing he did say in, in all of all the tour dates we had, is he said, remember pigs get slaughtered. He goes, you don't have to do everything all right now. He goes, if this is going to be your longevity, you have to take care of yourself He's and so do right. it when you need it. He goes, you don't, if you can do 20 theater shows, you can do 20 six months from now. You don't. You can do 10 now, 10 six months but from now. But none of us want to hear that when it's said No, of course. Of I was course. the same way. Everybody said the same thing. Here's how bad it is. I was saying that to other people. Uh-huh. I was like, man, you fucking pigs get slaughtered. And then I would sign up for the opposite. Oh, you fuck. Yeah, because, oh, because like it's so hard <laughs> to like in the... Mo- Here's the thing. They get you too, dude. Like they're, they get you. Meaning mm-hmm. like you you have your like, this is what I'm doing. And it's just like the in, the the offers come to you mm-hmm. and you're just like, ah. I remember like what they'll do too is they they work back a week. Yeah. So like, they're like, how about Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like Nashville, Charlotte, Raleigh. And you're like, that sounds like a great week. Mm-hmm. And then they go, you know, Wednesday, there's Greensboro's a, got a, right a small there. arena it's right down the street. right there. You want to do Wednesday? That's exactly and you're like, how it works. Yeah. You go, yeah. And then they go, you know, Tuesday, Richmond is like not far from Greensboro. Uh-huh. And you go, okay. And now you have a Monday, Monday off. And then they go, you know, Monday. And so you go, oh. And then you look and you're like, oh, I've done that 10 times now? Yeah. So now you're just doing full weeks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's how it. But I'm lucky enough now that I have like my moral bases covered. Like we're closing on getting my mom a house this week. So like that's just stuff. How exciting is that? It's incredible. Except for my mom doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Really? (laughs) When I call. Does she know about the house? Oh, yeah. She knows about the house. And I I wish my biggest mistake. No, God, no. Uh, Georgia. Okay. Um, God, no. (laughs) No. Once my grandpa passed away, I was like, we have to get everyone the fuck out of Ohio. So I never have to go back here ever again. You don't like Ohio. I don't like Ohio, but funny enough, I like Atlanta worse than any part of Ohio. You like? I, yeah, I told yeah. her she could, I told her if she moved anywhere close to Atlanta, I'd never come visit her. Yeah, I, I think I saw just scrolling. I saw a clip of you shitting on Atlanta. Yeah, dude, fuck that place. <laughs> and people were like, "Oh, you never gonna be able to perform in Atlanta again." Promise? <laughs> wow. Then, fucking, then drive to Athens or Savannah if you want to see. So me. Atlanta is your now. Did you shoot there? Is that why you hate it? Did you? No, I no? just my, I lived there for. Oh, the, you lived there. I lived there for the summer between my junior and my junior and senior year of high school. My first manager owned a comedy club down there. Oh, and uh, yeah, he found me on Twitter. It was it's this long story. Um, so that summer I had off. Obviously, I had no plans for the summertime. I took a Greyhound down to Atlanta and I would just sleep on comics couches down there over the summer and uh-huh. do like nine to 15 shows a week at wow. this club. Like he would just put me Which on club every show. Uptown Comedy Corner. Okay. Have you heard of it? No, I'm trying to think of the, I, cause I did, um, 
what was the famous longest running kind of club there? Punchline? Punchline. Yeah. And then I did that like... Laughing Skull? Laughing Skull. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great venues. This was nothing like those. This was like the premier black comedy club in the country. Like it was one of the most feared rooms in the world. Uptown. Oh yeah. So to be a white comic was like the worst thing you could be. Like people would take out their keys and jingle them at you. Like it was... It was an intense experience, <laughs> but it made you ready for fucking anything. Anything, yeah, yeah. And black crowds are the best comedy audiences in the entire world. I remember in it's LA, a, it's a real respect doing the comedy union. Oh yeah, which was a black club on Pico. Did you ever go to the J Spot by the airport? I did a another black club. Uh, I don't know if it was it was like um, closer to downtown, but I forget the name of it. It was like a little room. Was it Garrett Morris? Yes. No way. Yes. Really? Yeah. What was that place called? Garrett Morris's comedy club. <laughs> it was like in a homeless shelter in downtown. It LA. was. Yeah. You would have to go up like nine stories I did of Garrett's steps club, or some shit. And I did uh the union a lot. I remember I remember doing the union regularly. I got uh my first TV credit ever was from performing that. I, got, I did BET's Comic View when I was 17. Jesus. And uh, and the the show got canceled right before my episode. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, really? it never even aired. I did BET once too. Did you really? Yeah. What'd you do? Uh, it was called One Mike Stand. It was the follow up to <laughs> to that. <laughs> And um, is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month new customers on first three months plan only speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mint mobile for details dude the, here's the worst part about it so we're we're backstage and it's it's a mix of people. The audience is all black, mm. but the comics there's like I think there's ten of us taping. Uh-huh. Probably six black dudes and chicks and then like four white people. And the first three comics that go up are black mm-hmm. and eat the biggest bowl of dog shit that I've ever seen. So we're like 
fuck. I mean, like they came off sweating with like a like a scared look. To be fair, they sweat during a good set. That's true. That is true. They had towels and stuff, you know. <laughs> but I was like, holy shit. Because also at a taping, you're like, it's, it's added pressure. You're oh, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. And you're watching, you're like, wait, the black comics are bombing here? Like, we're going to fucking die, you know? <sighs> Do you remember and who then, else was on it with you? White comic wise? Well, I remember that, um, is her name Paula Bell? Paula? Yeah, pa- pa- Paula Bell. I, b- I believe so. Yeah. Look up Paula Bell. Is that. Um, if it's who I'm thinking of, she's a beast. I've seen her murder. Yes. Yeah. So she goes up there. Man, I will never forget this. She's just like all of us watched four people eat shit. I mean, really eat shit. And she goes up there and is like, fuck you to this crowd and murders. She's Bernie Max it. She absolutely. And she murders and I'm next. So I get the benefit of essentially it's almost like having, you know, in the scenario, like somebody open mm-hmm. and get the show going. And yeah. I was like, I was like, can we get me out there right oh, now? Of course. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got out there and had like, you know, a good set. And I uh-huh. was like, but she's the one that flipped the room. Like she flipped the room. Oh, I love that. And uh, Kevin Hart was the host. Oh, shit. Yeah. And it was like, he was, you know, on his way. It wasn't like who he is today mm-hmm. but you saw like how charismatic this dude was yeah and, you know he had like he had, he had that thing that I, people talk about movie stars like tom cruise having where like he talks to you and you're like oh shit like, he's captivating so engaged with you yeah remember he i, I said it before he said he was like oh you talk he's like everybody's talking about you man and i was like really like <laughs> I was like, no one's fucking talking. What are you talking about? Shut up. But he, but he was like, sell, like he, you're selling you on it. You're like, oh, oh cool, cool. Like, he just, oh, you know, so cool. I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy to know he's always been nice. I've, I've met Super him a nice. handful of times, and he has always been so kind to me. So nice. Yeah. Oh man, I love that you did BET. Yeah. My mom has never like, I don't think, registered any of my like career achievements. I don't think. Yeah. When I got BET, she was like, oh, that's that's is it a TV thing? Is it and TV? I was like, yeah, like, we don't yeah. have that channel. We don't have it. Um, and then I did MTV, and it was a black show as well with Wild Now. Oh and yeah. She was like, is what that- was that like? Is that it was? Uh, I remember that show like kind of on the periphery. Like I wasn't watching the uh-huh. show, but it was like you know it's part of yeah pop it's, culture. It's like ridiculousness now. Like it's yeah. always on. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? yeah. It it was it was the first real thing that put me on the map for my career, and it was the best learning experience I could have gone through because I I had no idea how TV worked mm-hmm. whatsoever, and I didn't know how competitive being on set was. So being around all these comics who were like great improvisers and great stand-ups and, and rappers and everything just threw me into such an uncomfortable environment. Like I was forced yeah. to learn shit like really fast and really well in order to even have an opportunity to get on an episode. Yeah, because that show is like uh, it's like an NBA roster. Well, more like an NFL roster where there's, you know, 12 cast members per episode, but there's like 25 cast members. So you're like competing for episodes basically. And my role on there was like the white guy, obviously. And Oh my God, I was so miserable because everyone has their role on there. If there's a gay dude, you're only doing gay jokes. If you're a white dude, you're you're only doing white jokes. (laughs) I was was just lucky to not be the gay dude. And I remember like, like my second season was going really well on there and everybody kept coming up and be like, Oh man, you might be like the next Gary Owen. And I was like, Ah, another Ohio guy. Who I fucking love. Gary yeah. Owen is a beast. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a good friend, a fucking awesome comedian. Yeah. But it's a very niche lane that I knew I didn't want to just do. Yeah. I didn't want to just perform the for black, black audiences. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've always prided myself on being for 
trying to be for but everybody. did you because it sounded like with the atlanta stuff were you mm. like primarily doing black crowds yeah oh you were yeah i grew so, up doing just that so did like then your comedy naturally start to play to black crowds because like you're conditioning but that was there? just because of my personality when i grew up was all with black friends oh i got you like, okay all of them growing up was black I, okay. i've always been far more comfortable around black people than i ever have been with white really people. white people suck so bad dude we're so annoying we're not fun <laughs> at all that's very true it's yeah. so frustrating i know i can't get any more black people here but it's true they're they're a lot of <laughs> in fun. austin are you trying to bring him down here well here at the office we have one it's fine but i, mean, I haven't seen one since i've been in here actually oh uh, he's in the booth we try to keep a painting him. yeah there's another one oh, that counts the painting so i guess we have two <laughs> uh <laughs> don't and enough with the paintings let's not go to three yeah so, how, how many paintings do you have in here there's a number of paintings are they all people you know uh people we've shown highlighted i don't know if i know them all i don't know if i want to meet them all i wanted to ask actually <laughs> yeah. what's the record behind you uh, oh, Gary Clark Jr. Who is Gary Clark Jr.? Really? Yeah. Who oh, is man. that? He's a, a very, very talented uh, guitar player, singer, rock star. Like currently? Currently here, lives in Austin. Then shout Austin. out to Gary, <laughs> Clark, Gary Jr. Clark Jr. Also, yeah. just so you know, black. Oh, yeah. thank God. Yep. Can you, can you get him in for the studio? <laughs> uh, I would love to. I would love to have Gary Clark Jr. here. Yeah. Have you had any musicians on the show yet? Have we had musicians on the show? Uh, there he is. There's Gary Clark Jr. Oh, yeah, he's, he bl- he's black. He fucking rips, dude. Like, if you see this guy play guitar. Is he from here in the South? Is he from here? I don't know if he's from here. He lives here. Um, the name does sound familiar. No, he's badass, dude. He's, he's won Grammys and like he's. What, what music do you predominantly listen to? predominantly yeah probably hip-hop really yeah do you ever go old old yeah like how old like I, i'm really big your like, old might be just my current yeah <laughs> touche i think like I, I'm, a, I'm a huge like 50s through 80s fan oh really yeah i love it like i'm a huge like sam cook fan I, oh yeah i, I love yeah, sure. old shit too. i mean i grew up my dad was a big uh, motown guy so really? motown was like predominantly what he was playing in the car or like at his you know his house mm-hmm. um Hold on. Uh, oh yeah, Danny Brown, of course. Um, so I guess not a lot of musicians have come on, um, mm. but yeah, Motown was like huge for us. Um, you know, everything from Jackson Five, Temptations, Diana Ross, like all, all that was all like all the best. Yeah, that's you know older stuff for sure. He hated my dad hated hip hop. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, so did my yeah, stepdad. He was like, he was like, that's one thing we're definitely different in. And I was like, okay. He was like, God, you like this shit? I was like. Yeah, at what at what point has it even kicked in yet? Like, do you like current hip hop, like new shit? Um, I here's the thing. I Bert and I were just talking about this. How you you'll you're too young for this now, but you like in ten years you'll be like, oh, like you don't want to be the guy who's like fuck all this new shit. Mm, oh, I'm already there. Too. But but so what happens is you you do start to lean into that. It's also comfortable. To about the stuff that you you like and came up, you're like it's, it's comfort, right? Yeah. It's like it's why people watch sitcoms for like the same sitcom. They're mm-hmm. like, it's, I know it. It's, yeah, I, you know, it doesn't challenge me in any. Like, I it feels nice. It's like yeah. a warm blanket. So music's like that too. Apparently, this is something that happens in the brain to most people, which is like after 35, you just are reluctant to start to keep taking in new stuff. Mm-hmm. So I try to make an effort to go like, okay. What's new? And, I, and a lot of times, you know, sometimes my effort is five seconds. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> and sometimes I'll even like make myself listen to like a couple songs and like I'll find things that I like. Mm-hmm. 
the truth is what ends up usually grabbing me now is just something that's catchy as shit. You know what I mean? Like if a hook, if a beat is like super, has a thing to it, you're yeah. like, oh yeah, I'll download that shit right away. Yeah. Um, as far as like, I mean, there's, I don't want to get into bat. Like there's new artists who are so celebrated. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I don't oh, know why this is, anyone is talking about this. Oh dude, it's my generation. Even I don't fucking get it at Really? All. Dude, that's like. That's my the weirdest thing about me is the fact that I'm I'm 27 and I live in this new world of all, all the new age hip hop and social media and yeah. all that. I fucking hate it so much, really? Tom. Oh my god, the fact that I'm successful via TikTok blows, blows my your mind. mind. For years, like like uh, Lauren Compton, whose yeah. podcast yeah. I'm gonna do, yeah, for probably two years before I did TikTok was like, you got to get on there, you got to do it. And I was like, never in a million fucking years. She was telling you, oh yeah, so, so everybody was like, you got to get Shout on. Out I was to like, Lauren I'd Compton. rather not. Yeah. And they were all. Well, right. I was like you. I mean, yeah, I I was like you. I, I was like I have enough yeah. social media. Like when it was like you know, I remember Twitter, and you're like, all right, mm -hmm. Instagram. I like Instagram because I was like, yeah, I like photos and like I like that medium, right? Yeah. Video photos, great. Then when I was like, you got to be kidding me. Another one. Mm -hmm. Another you want threads? One? I fucking hit yes, and it just like automated it. I didn't even. Set I know, it up. but it's like you go. But then part of you, what happens is you go, well, it's like with TikTok became. The place that like the young consumer yeah. is there, right? Yeah. So when something like Threads comes on, you just go like, "What if? What if that just explode? Like, why be late to the party?" I just was like, "Okay, <sighs> yeah." But I don't really, I mean, I don't really engage much there. I don't, you know, I just kind of go, "Fuck, man." And then somebody manages, like Facebook, I abandoned. Yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't been on Facebook in. But years. then a guy manages it for me, puts stuff. I'm like, fine, exact same thing. Fine, just put it up. Y'all go on there like to check when a birthday is, and that's <laughs> that's literally it, dude. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. I mean, but obviously, like TikTok really was critical. Oh, because it's exposure. So wait, when you're when you, when you you said like last July you make a hundred bucks or whatever to, mm. so it starts to you see the thing explode like the videos start to go yeah. crazy do you show up at a gig and you're like oh this is sold out like you didn't know the first place was um i'm sure you know off the hook in naples yes that was the first club that like did numbers that nearly sold out each night and you'll never forget that by the way oh no because yeah. he handed me a check and it was for like it was for like 12 grand yeah which i was only contracted for like a 1500 guarantee i mean you yeah. know how those deals go sure. so i was expecting that check and he handed me twelve thousand. i remember i looked up at him and i, I said are you, are you sure yeah and he was like yeah, man, we did really, really well. Yeah. I was like, get the fuck out of here. It's Are they all supposed feeling. to be like this yeah. now? That was the first club that actually took off. But before that, it was just... And then was it just on after that? Like it was Yeah, just on. pretty much, which okay. is crazy because the two months leading up to that were exactly what you were talking about. I was routing one-nighters from like St. Louis to Philly to Raleigh, and each one of them I'd make... 500 bucks or yeah, something like that. Sure. But you'd have to do all three to make the whole trip worth it. Worth it, yeah. Yeah, it was exhausting. I remember my first one very clearly. I was, uh, my special came out in March of 2014. Mm. And honestly, you know, Netflix is much bigger now than yeah. it was then. It was still like a thing, but I was like, all right. You know, it was a consolation prize to be on Netflix. They were like, oh, it's on Netflix. And you're oh, like, fuck. Yeah, you're like, all right. So, it came out, you know, saw some tweets, mm -hmm. did a couple press, I did like phoners, yeah. you know, a newspaper put me in there. Like it was nothing. Mm -hmm. And it came out and I saw people were like, oh, this is really fun. Like the same kind of thing. Like if I did, when I did Comedy Central Presents, you know, you see like tweets about it yeah. and you're like, all right. And nothing changes. So I was like, 
Nothing changed. Mm, now, do you feel like it's the epitome? Netflix was, is. Do you think it's the best place for a special to land? Yes. Viewership wise. Oh, it is. Fuck. The only other place that like, oddly enough, it's, it's the polar opposite business model in many ways, but they both have the same objective is YouTube. Mm. Meaning that like Netflix is subscription based. You pay for it, mm -hmm. but they've got a hundred and fucking 40 million people to yeah. do it. And they also have like some very high level production things. They're obviously like massive shows, movies, docu. Like it is like a content haven, right? Yeah. And they also became the place like they went after stand up. Mm -hmm. So they were like HBO was the place for stand up. Mm -hmm. Netflix was like, fuck that, we are, and came to people with checks and like took stand up, took yeah. stand up away from Comedy Central and HBO. Yeah, it's the place. What's fascinating about YouTube. YouTube is free. Everybody has YouTube. YouTube, you can share very easily. Mm -hmm. The objective, just like Netflix, is like Netflix wants you to stay on the platform. Yeah. They, they're giving you stuff to go, just stay here. Yeah. YouTube has the same objective. Stay here. Stay mm -hmm. on YouTube. You can put out a special, as you have mm -hmm. and other communities have, and look, if that finds an audience, mm -hmm. the same goal is met. Yeah. Millions of people seeing mm -hmm. it, and that, without question, translates to ticket sales. That's, yeah. that's part of like... Part of the people who are buying tickets for you right now, yeah, of course, TikTok, but like some of them are YouTube people. Hey, I saw yeah. your special on YouTube. But do I think that Netflix right now is still the place to be? Yes, it is. Man, when did Comedy Central fall out of that race, you think? Mm, probably right around like 2014, 15, like, yeah. like in that middle thing. That That's as like Netflix put it into like fifth gear mm -hmm. and but the whole comedy central model was is like remember it was like all it was was stand up that's what and, I, that's literally what made me do stand up as i used to comedy stay central. up late at night and just watch comedy central present all the want, time like none of us wanted to be anywhere but comedy central oh, of course like and i'm talking about from the early 2000s through, like even when i did presents i shot it in 2010 it came out in 2011 mm -hmm. and i was just like that was a that was a half hour special. Yeah. And all I was gearing for was like, let me do that hour next. Like that mm. was the goal because you've seen all your people you admire do it. Yeah. So there, like, there was a structure to how your career is supposed to go. Just do yeah. that. But they also like, I don't know. I mean, you know, leadership changes in companies like that. Oh, especially with Viacom. And they just oh like change their whole model. And mm -hmm. like, they, you know, they've been very fortunate to have South Park and the daily show be yeah. like the, the continued staples of the network. Yeah. But all these other things they do, I'm like, I, they kind of like come and go. Like everything else just kind mm. of like falls away. I've always wanted to change that. Like I've yeah. always wanted to have that conversation with Comedy Central to be like, give somebody with a young, fresh fan base a project to run with that can bring your network Bro, back to what it used to be, a comedy network. I got to tell you something. You could probably fucking get that meeting. I've had that, me <laughs> I've mean, had that meeting and they don't bat an what? eye. Oh, Comedy Central's never given me the time of day. Dude. Even now? Never. That's Still hilarious. no, dude. I know. Well, that's um, that's very informative in and of itself. That yeah. they, I mean, you should be able to go in there and I don't, I don't mean that like anybody could just be like, give me this, but the fact that they don't want to entertain the idea is... Fucking well, of bonkers. course, and I'm just big on I'm big on creativity. Yeah, like, sure. Take a fucking chance, dude. I get that you're a business. I get that you have to go by the numbers. You, you and risks can cost a lot of money. But it's like other like, your your channel's never gonna grow. Your network is never gonna go back. Up. And you're having those conversations with people right now, and they're like, "We're not interested." 
really, I think Comedy Central is probably the only one who never, like, just never even they want to take them serious. No, nah, not really. I had a meeting with them prob- probably beginning of this year, maybe. Maybe maybe end of last year when things started to pop off a little bit. There's, there's and it was positive, funny, but it was like, not like we really? want to work with you. Nah. That's so interesting. Like there's it's funny how like these networks and platforms have like brands now. Like yeah. like HBO is like, are you trans and missing a limb? <laughs> like come to a special here. You know? Um Well, OnlyFans has has given so much opportunity to stand up lately. Yeah. They, uh, which is funny. That's actually why I, I named my first special Matt Reif OnlyFans, because I knew how many people searched to see if I had an OnlyFans. Okay. That I knew it was gonna drive traffic to it. Let's let's park here for okay. a second. Okay. That's, a, that's a great thing. So it's a perfect time to bring this up. So much is made about your looks. Dude, so much it's is made insane. about it. One of the things I noticed, I mean, look, you're a very handsome young man. Thanks, man. Um, I remember I when all this happened, I looked at your Instagram and dude, the comments <laughs> under your photos are like, they're like, oh my God, he's doing it to us. Like, like <laughs> I can't take this anymore. I'm like, what the fuck? And like, and it's like girls tagging their friends. Did you see? And then the girl is like, oh my God, I'm dying over here. Like, I'm like, yo. Dude, it doesn't make sense to me either. Well, but it, the, you're in the very, I mean, very small percentage of not just a good looking guy, but like it traditionally doesn't align with comedy, mm. right? Like comedy, like the more flawed you are, people see it as a bonus, right? Yeah guy with like a missing tooth mm-hmm. belly hanging out there people yeah. are like that's hilarious it's visually comedic it's yeah. comedic and they like to see that guy uh-huh. say things and like if he complains it's like that's that's okay mm-hmm. right they don't want to see somebody really well put together yeah have a they're like what's up with your life is great oh of course yes um, they assume you have no problems whatsoever you can't have problems traditionally what you see in comedy i think is like you're always kind of telling because you there's a lot of women who are attractive women mm-hmm who sometimes lean into that. Yeah. And you find that like there's huge resistance to it. Oh, like of course. people go like stop dressing like that. And I, it's not that like I feel like you should tell somebody what to say, but I almost say that like I understand what they're saying. It's mm-hmm. like you're wearing this form-fitting outfit, you're accentuating. It's like the guys are only thinking about what they're seeing. Yeah. The women are like jealous or hating mm-hmm. on you. It's like you kind of have to like play against yeah. those genetic gifts. Yeah. So like what how do you What's your position on like, you know that people are saying like, oh, we, we find you so attractive. Mm-hmm. What do you, what's your take on how to deal with that and do comedy? Well, I think when I was younger, I had to embrace it because it was the only thing I had that kind of made me stand apart, I suppose, uh-huh. that gave me some kind of leverage, I guess, or, or at least made people notice me. So like what, you're young and they're like, you're cute. Yes. Yeah, so you yeah. go, oh, well, I'll play into the I'm young, dumb and cute card, okay, right? I got but you. then once you become... 25, 26, 27, you're yeah. an adult. People stop stop caring about what you look like, uh-huh. at least in comedy clubs. Right. Stop caring about what you look like and how old you are and, th- and more focused on what you have to say. Like, are you going to yeah. actually be funny? Yeah. So now I'm at this point where I I kind of hate that I did that to myself uh-huh. because I'm put, in a, I'm put in a weird position of like, yes, I have this massive fan base that is predominantly women who are such a powerful fan base. Like they're so supportive. And sure. I mean, obviously, I mean, look at the, I mean, the ticket sales we did in 48 hours <laughs> is insane, but then I have to sort through all of those fans to find, okay, who are the real comedy fans? Who's right. actually here because they believe I'm a, I'm, I'm a funny big, comedian. The big plus to it though, is that you're bringing in people mm. who maybe never wanted to see a stand up show. Oh yeah. Never seen one. 
That is the big plus, though, is mm-hmm. that like so somebody who goes like, oh, these chicks just think you're a good looking guy or whatever. It's like, yeah, but you got somebody to go, oh, I, I want to see this. This is stand up. Mm-hmm. And some of them are going to be like, I want to see more stand up. Yeah, absolutely. Know? And that's a huge that's a huge benefit to comedy. But it's a responsibility as well. Yeah. Because, like, because so many of my online clips are just crowd work. Uh-huh. People who don't know how comedy works think that's how the show is. How are you managing that? Um, cause I, I wondered that too. It's like, I see that it's like a natural thing to watch. You go like, Oh, these are great crowd work clips. Yeah. They're going, I'm going to go talk to me. Right. It's uh you have to be patient and I, and I am patient to an extent. Uh-huh. My, my biggest problem is it's people can come to the show expecting crowd work and still be respectful. They can sit back, wait and go, I bet it's going to come at some point. Mm-hmm. That's the audience member that I love because the thing is they're probably going to get it. Cause I enjoy doing crowd work for me. Sure. I mean, as a comic, like you, you get tired of telling your own jokes. Sure. You do. You when you do eight shows in a row, you go, oh, okay, this Here hour is again. again. Yeah, yeah. Let's break it up a little bit with something that's even going to catch me off guard. And do you right? do that like at a special moment, or is just like yeah, I've got. And that's the I'm God. I'm so happy to talk to you about yeah. this. Yeah. Somebody who gets it. Yeah, I've got like three placeholders in my set that I go. I can transition from this bit easy, easily into some crowd work. Of course. And if it does or doesn't work out, I have an easy out to easy go back out. into the yep. set. But here is an opening for it. Sure. But people don't know that. So you get people who are egotistical or just want the attention yeah. or like they want to be that next clip. People, yeah. yeah. They come and they yell out. Hey, and yeah. that's what I'll shut down immediately. If I can tell somebody wants the attention, like they yeah. want to be the clip, I go, nah, get, get them the fuck out of here. Yeah. You're I hate not here that for shit so much. It's because the worst. The worst part about it is that there's this thing when you're doing, when you're performing any type of performance mm-hmm. but stand up where you naturally to be the best performer have to allow you you have to be willing to be vulnerable yeah and when somebody like hijacks moments like that mm-hmm. the natural instinct is go i don't want to be vulnerable anymore oh, like absolutely. i don't want to open so you i'm gonna put a wall up shut, now. yeah and then yeah. you're like now you're fucking up the show for everybody you mm-hmm. know yeah no that's that's uh, been a tricky thing to navigate it's Going back to what you're saying about my, my my looks earlier, yeah, it's created this very hungry, supportive fan base that I'm I'm so grateful for, and has gotten me this far. Yeah, but now I am having to weed through those and find the real comedy fans because that's what I've been working so hard for for the past twelve years. You know, right? How do, but how do you I do just, that? Like you just you have to stay stay true to the craft. I, yeah. I suppose as cheesy as that sounds, mm-hmm. but it's like I. I was talking to, to my to my best friend and, and tour manager the other day about how how easy it would be for me to just go on stage and play into the whole I'm a young fuck boy. Yeah. We lift my shirt up or whatever and like yeah. play to the female audience. And like I could get I could have uproarious standing ovation. Sure, sure. And it would be a great show for exactly what they probably want. But I go, I'd be fucking miserable with myself. You'd be miserable. That's not what I want to do. And the time limit on that would be quicker oh of course you know, that oh yeah that, that would be such a flash in the pan. yeah but what's funny is as much as i sit here and go oh my looks don't allow me to be perceived as a real comedian yeah guess how much sympathy i'm allowed to get yeah 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 zero, zero. of course people go but yeah, do you feel is there a pressure on you to i mean your looks are your looks right like your face is your face yeah, it, it didn't choose it, it. right it's just how it is <laughs> yeah. but is there then an added pressure to go like i need to look good all the time i mean you know like you're not aging out, but like, there's this thing, right? Does it stay in your head? Like I better like stay in really good shape. I better make sure my hair looks like, do you feel the pressure to deliver the package that some of these people want to see? No, not for them. For me, 
I, for you. I, I want to look the best I can possibly. Sure. Who the fuck doesn't yeah. want to look the best version of themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. And as somebody who grew up as an ugly kid, as a, as a skinny kid, as a, like I didn't I didn't lose my virginity until I was I had two months left of high school. Yeah. So like I I was such a late bloomer yeah. that I'm like, can I just enjoy this portion of my life? Yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna look like when I'm fucking older. I might look like Dom Irera in five years. Yeah. Dude. It, it, who it knows? really could change. Yeah. It, I don't know. Well, as rapidly as this happened, it could yeah. go away. Let me ask you this: Are you just drowning in pussy right now like is it the and best? if i was nobody throw me a fucking life vest not a no, single person wouldn't. dude no, they wouldn't no i'm not i have a girlfriend you do yeah does yeah. your audience know that well they uh, do now a, a, a good a good part of them do are you guys yeah. together a while uh no it's a it's a really relationship about about four or five months but we've known each other for about a year and a half you have yeah um yeah. she's comedian? wonderful no 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 she's an actress okay now this takes this is the next question for uh -huh. that that takes a like she must feel how much people are commenting on you and like all the attention you get yeah like that takes a very secure person to and right? she is she's yeah. she's she's very she's very smart mm -hmm. and like I, I love that she's never been insecure about the amount of attention that i get and is more she sees it the way i sees it like oh, the way i sees it the way i see it like some a girl will yell out in the middle of a show like "fuck me" or something yeah. wild. The people yell out these shows, right? Crazy. And a lot of girls will be like, "You have girls yelling out to fuck you in the middle of a show." Yeah. I get off stage. She goes, "What the fuck's that girl's problem?" Yeah, yeah. That's so annoying. You're in the middle yeah. of trying out this new bit that I know yeah. you've been working so hard for. Yeah. And now she ruined the entire fucking thing. Yeah, that's a good I girl. I love that she understands yeah. that. I mean, does she love it? I'm sure she doesn't. Sure. Who the fuck would? Yeah, yeah. But she's um. She's very, she's very calming and understanding, which is what I, I love so much about our relationship. That and that's why take you a long way. It's, I didn't want to get into a relationship at all with this tour beginning. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to manage a relationship. Yeah. And all it's done so far is just like, keep me grounded. I have, I have one person to, to respond to and think about and focus on rather than being, rather than like being that touring comic. That's like, well, girl, can I fuck in this city? You it's, know, it would, it's <laughs> another thing where I, I, I remember like when we were, I was like, don't lose your mind. I meant yeah. things like this, you know, it's like, yeah, you texted me and I was like, are you, are you sure this is Tom Segura? Yeah, I, yes. I couldn't, I was, I was so happy that, yeah. you, that you reached out, man. That meant a lot. Seriously. Well, I was, I, I was happy for you. You know, it's, it's fun to like these things when they happen, they're, they don't happen all the time. Mm. I, I feel like it's exciting. Like just like for comedy. Yeah. And I know you're a good guy. And I was like, you know, I just wanted to reach out and be like, Hey man, I hope, you know, you're managing all this well and that's not overwhelming, but like, um, well, that, that meant a lot because I get, uh, I mean, I, I, as much, uh, as much positive attention as you see on the internet, yeah. there's three times as much hate. Dude. Yeah. It's do you, oh man, wild. it's wild, right? Yeah. It's insane, man. Do you know, have you like figured out how to like not digest all of it? No, know? no, it's, a, I'm, I'm so confrontational as a person. Like it drives me insane. I can't beat the fuck out of these people. Yeah. But then you have to sit back and go, well, I'm really allowing these people to, to, exactly. to determine how I, how I feel you throughout gotta, my day. You gotta like, and it's fucking pathetic. Exactly. You don't want to let them. I mean, nobody wants, nobody wants, regardless of the situation and no matter how secure you are with yourself, doesn't feel good to know that many people don't fucking like you. Of course. Of course. But it's also like, you know, like you're live, you're literally living your dream. Yeah, of course. And, and it's like you can't let someone's bitterness or negativity yeah. suck that 
joy out of you. And you it's know? all it's almost always dudes. Of course. Which just tells me like it's like, okay, what are you actually mad about? Well, you are, know. You, are you mad that I'm having success or are you mad the way it, that I look the way I do? It's everything. Like how much pussy do you not get? A lot. For me, just trying to make you laugh yeah. upsets you. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. It's really me. just, you know, it's like it's it's mistargeted um emotion from somebody you yeah. know like they're just mad about something else and they found somebody they can go i can i can mm. put it over here right but like the funny thing is it takes a while and i remember this because like i remember like when you have no exposure nobody's like you're the worst and you suck mm. because nobody knows you yeah every like all your your you know feedback is like people who know you yeah you know and then it's I like saw people get canceled 20 years later yeah it's like this gradual thing though right uh -huh. where it's like that was great. That was, everyone's just like, you're great. And then like you get your first pop mm -hmm. of some exposure and you get someone being like, you fucking suck. And you're like, yeah. the first time you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, it's so, it's so uh, like startling at first. You're like, what are you talking? Like it, you've never had someone do that. And I remember being like, I remember engaging people. Like, the fuck are you talking oh, about? Yeah, yeah. All the time, which is crazy because you would never do that in real life. No, of course you, not. If you see somebody performing on like the subway playing violin or whatever, even if you think it's garbage, you don't walk by and go fucking kill yourself. No, I know. That's an insane it's, thing it's, to do. It's you what just the keep it anonymity of the internet provides you yeah. to do. You know, it's like, but it's the same thing. It's like, you know, people talk about the way that we talk about someone in the car in front of you. Mm -hmm. Damn, that's a really good you point. Know? It's like the car in front of you. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what if we were walking? Yeah. And the person's walking like, you would never, you would never. That's a, that is a really good way to look at it. You, you want to, you want to instinctually blame the internet for that, for that, that false sense of security yeah but no you're right you do it in your fucking car oh and you say the most heinous things oh yeah you fucking piece of shit like oh, you do you'll call a white person the n-word like oh, eight yeah. times most of the time yeah every morning yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> every morning yeah. when i get here yeah but um, my fate my favorite thing is as much as it's usually dudes who give me shit they have the most fun at my shows. Of course, dude. My favorite thing is to watch the audience throughout my show because it's all the same. It's all it's predominantly women mm -hmm. and then boyfriends who wasn't who weren't going to let their girls come like, alone, right? Yeah. So every every guy's like this at the beginning of every show. Mm -hmm. Every girlfriend's like this. And then about 20 minutes in, every girlfriend is like Yeah. And every boyfriend is like Yeah. All right. I actually yeah. I actually fuck with what he's talking about. Yeah. I'm like, dude, just give it a chance. I think we have very different fan bases. <laughs> I'll trade you. I'll Bro, trade you. I have this thing like I meet sometimes people after shows and they'll be like the guy will be like, "Yo, can I get a picture? And I'm like, yeah, sure, man. And then he's like, babe. And she's like, I'm good. <laughs> Dude, I get the complete opposite. I'm, I'm I, get the, I get the husband being like, I don't want. They'll pay for the meet and greet and then be like, I don't want a, I don't want a picture with him. She, she wanted the photo. By the I way, just so it's clear, chicks yell out, fuck me, Tom, too, at my shows. But when we turn the lights on, they look like a fucking basset hound. <laughs> and we cut the lights. It, always, it has happened. Do it. I've had I've had like brawls thrown at me on stage. Like people people bring signs and shit to shows now. They yell out the craziest things, and I'm just like, you you wouldn't do this at Hamilton. No, you wouldn't <laughs> yell out in the middle of a musical yeah. number and be like, eat my pussy. It is you, like, somebody would stand up and be like, hey man, shut up. Thomas Jefferson's black <laughs> right now. Hamilton, I'm getting a history eat lesson. my pussy. <laughs> That would be amazing to be at that Hamilton show. I'd be like, oh my God. It's crazy <laughs> though that, you know, I, like, cause you don't really think about this, that like we usually see, and we've, we've learned, especially in this era, 
do not objectify a beautiful woman, right? Yeah. Like people go like, do not, your thought might be this, but you do not say that to mm -hmm. that woman. But it's so interesting that like, you're in this very unique position where you, you get objectified. Oh, yeah. And people say <laughs> wild shit. Like, no one feels bad for you. I'm not saying it's Not a bad, single but, person. But it is a crazy thing to experience yeah. that people are saying that to Oh, you. dude, I've had my nipple bitten. I've meet and greets, my ass grabbed all the time. Women, women will ask in front of my PR people or the, or the meet and greet people who run all of it. They'll ask, like, can I grab your dick in the photo and stuff? And I'm like, or uh, I'll be on stage and somebody will be like, take your pants off. I'm like, imagine if Amy Schumer was up here and somebody was like, let's see, let's see that clit. Like, you, you clit. just couldn't do it. Yeah. Show me your clit. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> just yeah. challenge her to a thumb wrestling yeah. competition in the middle of the fucking show. That is crazy, dude. That it's, is crazy. It sucks. Yeah. It's so annoying. But it's like, that's... My God. That is my price to pay for having an overwhelming fan base. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. But again, have that to... they came to you in a year. Yeah, that's the part that I'm like. It's very. That's why I'm impressed, honestly, Matt, with like how you've managed things because, you know, 27 is you're a young guy, and you know, this came to you in such a short time, and you're managing. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I were you, I'm 27. I'd be like, I'm gonna get AIDS on this tour, <laughs> and I want it. I want AIDS. <laughs> I would make it my mission. And like, if you don't have AIDS, don't even try to fuck me. <laughs> I'm weak by the third I'm, show. Oh, my God. Fuck. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's a, it's, it's wild, dude. It's, it's a lot, but it's what, you, it's what you ask for. It is you what know? you ask and for. And look, my, my, I'm just telling myself, like, if I can just get through June of next year, yeah. be as tired as you want for the next nine months. And after that, I, you can just do things the way you want to do By the way, I, I was looking at my tour, my la the tour that I wrapped up, and it was daunting. You know, it was yeah. overwhelming. And, uh. I ended up just going like, I think the way to approach it to get through it mm. is just week to week. Yeah, you can't. You, you, you can't have to look at, at the. Broad. You can't look at like what's in four or five months. You got to mm -hmm. go. Like, what are we doing this week? Yeah. Um, I wish I was taking more time to enjoy some of the stuff I'm doing. Like I'm like we're doing six shows at Radio City Music Hall. <laughs> Two, three, three nights. So two, two, and two. Wow. And I know each of those nights, all I'm going to want to do is get off stage for the first show and go. Oh, let me just breathe it all in, of course. you know, and now I'm going to go, nope, I got to go do another one right yeah. after this. Yeah, and that's then be so tired by the time it's all done. You don't want to do anything else. One of the things you have the uh, ability to do, because like we didn't have it much, um, man, sometimes on the road when there's like a scheduled mm -hmm. night off on the road, mm -hmm. it's the greatest thing. Meaning like we're doing shows Tuesday, Wednesday, and all of a sudden you go schedule Thursday, nothing, mm -hmm. but then shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. It became like, I think we had like three like that, you know, just like randomly, but it was such a relief to be out there, but have nothing to do. I love that. Yeah. That's what I'm doing for all of September. Cause I'm doing like three, like three back to back full weeks, basically leading up to my special I'm shooting in uh -huh. September. And we have like one day off in between each city. And I, I can't wait to just be in a different town with no response. With no response. It's a, it's a great and thing. Did you do a bus? Yes. We're doing a bus in October. I'm so fucking excited about yeah. it. Did you pick your bus out already? Uh yeah. They're they're like they like built it new. Um nice. not as expensive as you as you might think. We're getting it wrapped. Uh I think OnlyFans is buying a sponsor it or for charting? it. No, just 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 Char charting yeah, it. Yeah. OnlyFans is gonna wrap it. They are? Oh yeah, dude. It's yeah, this bus is gonna look like bang bus for sure. <laughs> Pretty excited about it. Dude. Yeah, yeah. You're freaking I've only been on the bus. How how long were you on the bus for? What do you mean? How long? Like, like how long? For, for the whole tour? Were you on it for like like six nine? I mean, obviously you come back in between some shows. But. Yeah, I mean, I had the bus for uh, from August of twenty one mm -hmm. until 
through December of 20. So like the only time I didn't have the bus was uh, I, I did my international leg at the very end. That's what we're so doing. That's why I stopped it, you mm. know, when that and then I had. So this year I did Australia, New Zealand, South America and Europe oh, and no man. bus. You know. How was New Zealand? Uh, unbelievable. Did you get to do anything fun while you were over there? Yeah. That, that's the cool thing about the international stuff is you actually enjoy things more than you do domestically. Yeah. Because like there are like, all right. You flew fucking 16 hours, so there's two days of, like, uh-huh. nothing. Then it's, like, you know, you're doing Perth and, and Sydney, and then there's two days off. So you, like, yeah. you actually, like, I mean, we rented bikes and went on bike rides. We, bikes. You know, bikes. Dude, that's, and do you then, know how infamous that fucking line is now? It's, it's I'll hear crazy. it walking down regular streets, dude. It's, it's pretty crazy that I still get every week memes and like photos people send me they're like look at all these bikes and i go yeah i know the genius it's yeah it's very it's i can't believe that something has legs like that for like saying a word what what was the most fun thing you did while you're in new zealand like touristy wise (sighs) touristy wise let's see um because we did what did we do we did christchurch wellington you went to church we went to church are you you religious (laughs) why'd you go to christchurch that's the name of the city Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe don't skip out on college and start a career in comedy. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I know. Who also who the fuck names it that? Uh, it's a very strange name. Yeah. If somebody named the town fucking Papa John's, you'd also be confused. You would. You would. That's a very valid. Point. <laughs> you can say whatever you want in that city. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Christchurch is. Uh, <laughs> Christchurch is. Uh, it's beautiful. I think they had a. They had a mass. They're famous for like the massive earthquake. Oh, they also had a massive shooting, but we don't have to. Talk about that. Like massive uh, or like American size? The shooting? Yeah. It was pretty terrible. Yeah. It was Fuck. like a mosque shooting the Christ. But pull it up. <laughs> yeah, pull it up real quick. Pull it up real quick. Um, yeah. It was it was horrible. Yeah, the mosque shootings. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, in twenty I remember this. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was terrible. Yeah. Hold on. It, there's people. a mosque in a town called Christchurch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can see how horrible. that could be confrontational. Yeah, it was pretty terrible, man. They also had a. They also well, putting Christ was it Church, also was it also uh, a white earthquake. kid? Was that was it also a white kid that did the New Zealand one? Um, I'd be surprised uh, if it was or wasn't. Yeah, it was a massive. Earth, no, I'd, I'd be surprised if it. <laughs> I was joking. It was definitely a white guy. Um, major earthquake. Yeah, yeah. That was a. Oh my god! Yeah, that was huge. That was in 2011. Um, That's insane. Yeah, but I'm trying to think. Of, it was really just like seeing the um, the beauty, like the nature of oh, New Zealand. Because, yeah. you know, like it's famous for that's where they shot all the Lord of the Rings stuff. Have, have you been skydiving before? No. For, and you can, you? by the way, just so you know, you can go when you're in, I think when you're in Auckland, there's mm-hmm. like a day trip you can take to see like where the they Lord shot. of the Rings? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we almost did it. I went there this yeah. January. Oh, you for, did? Uh, for, a, for a friend's YouTube trip, right? Oh. We were out Friends there for two weeks. YouTube trip. He runs the, he runs this YouTube channel that's uh-huh. uh, I met. This is I'm gonna try to summarize this. We met because he runs a, a gigantic successful YouTube channel called uh-huh. TFIL. He has a sub channel called the Overnight Channel that's like ghost hunting. Uh-huh. And I joined him for that. We've been all over the world ghost hunting. Seriously, really are you weird. a big ghost guy? You love it, dude. Really? But I also biggest pussy you'll ever meet. I'm I'm <laughs> so afraid of ghosts, but like I want to meet one. You really are? Yeah, dude. So you're hunting them, but you're terrified. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is like a scuba diver who's like, I hope I don't fucking see a shark. I exactly. Love it. Okay. Yeah, or you know, like any yeah. cop. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. <laughs> exactly. Okay. 
Okay, so you go there. So we, we go to New Zealand for the for his other YouTube channel. That was it's like basically an adventure channel. Mm-hmm. Where so he paid for all of us to go. We just had to go and film everything we were doing for fun. And wow. we went. Uh, we jumped off this giant building in in the North Island when we were up there. Did you skydive? Is we, went sk- we went skydiving over the. Is it the Remarkables? Those mountains? I don't even know. I believe it's what they're called. That those are the mountains they filmed all like the exterior shots for Lord of the Rings, and you see them hiking up the hills and shit. Wow. And when we went skydiving, they drop you over the mountains, so you fall from fifteen thousand feet. Yeah, the Remarkables. From fifteen thousand so, feet, you fall right next to the mountain. You're falling like the entire length of you the mountain. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever before? seen. Once before in Vegas with a Groupon. With a Groupon? Yeah. Yeah. If you think that's sad, a dude showed up by himself. Really? Yeah. I've never seen a more suicidal person in my entire life. He showed up by himself. at. We went at 6 a.m. because we wanted to go like with the sunrise, sure. which was beautiful. Yeah. The guy showed up by himself. And they're like, are you waiting on anybody? He was like, no. You ever seen uh, those people having sex while they skydive? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. How? So it's so crazy. Like, so they started like they get the guy was uh, a porn guy who also became a skydiving instructor, of course. Yeah. Extremes. And and then he the girl was like, I want to do this, you know. So he um, they start banging in the plane to like get ready, you know, for it. Of course. And then jump out and like they are banging in the air. Yeah. 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 Is the is the the aim to bust before you land? I think so. Um, according to the guy, I mean, the guy, he's like, she came like five times. You know, like, ah, I'm like, I think ah, it's called a heart know. attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think she's, she thinks it's an aneurysm. She's yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it was finished before you get that. I don't do you know. think you could do it? Well, no. You, really? Well, I think. I'll tell you why I don't think you can actually, because when you go, Scott, the harness yeah. cuts off all the circulation to your dick. Yeah. I mean, it like, hurts so bad. So he was on the back, obviously. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, I don't know, dude. It it seems preposterous. I, there's videos of this. Yeah, yeah. My Google my Google history is gonna look disgusting after this because I have to yeah. see because you're basically you're like your baby. This what? Is yeah, this is it. Yeah. So you're just baby bjorned onto the front of somebody, and that there's not a lot of like hip action you can really throw into that. But also, I don't know if I want to go tandem ever again now. No, I know. Or this is the only way I want to go from here on out. Pretty crazy. Jesus Christ. Skydiving. I don't know why it's a scandal. I guess it probably upset. Scandal? It probably upset a lot of the skydiving community, maybe. Well, well, I think it would, it would upset whoever you're skydiving above. Because imagine she squirts and then you yeah. just lands on some fucking family. Yeah. It's true. How do you explain that to somebody? This is true. Um, so you didn't have sex when you skydive, but no, this isn't the most absurd thing I've seen porn wise though. I, I hosted the AVNs. You hosted it? Yeah. When? This, this, uh, we filmed it this past December and it aired in, it aired like a month and a half ago or whatever. Wait a minute. You, yeah. You shot it a few months ago. We, we filmed it last December. Okay. Like meaning, right before Christmas and New Year's, I believe. Oh, I got you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I think that's when it was or, or very beginning of how did, January. Uh, how did that come about? Like the... Somebody over at Showtime was a fan, and they usually have a comedian host it. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've known that for years. I've seen. I mean, I've seen so many comics do that. <laughs> You're gonna see. I've seen so many of no, shows. I've, I've gone every year. Avid, I've never missed it. Avid audience member. Yeah. Somebody just hit, hit me up. They're like, "Hey, we want like a new hot young host yeah. to bring some young energy to it." Yeah. And I was so excited. Yeah. And it was just terrifying. I'm sure it was. It was so much to absorb. Because I also had to present at the gay VNs oh, the did? night before. Oh, they must have eaten your ass up, literally. Dude, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was life-changing. Because I'm sitting front row watching most of the show, and it was I, 
I couldn't help but laugh because I've just I've never seen so much dick. Because it's like it's playing on the screen. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's just like the Oscars. Where you know how like every time somebody's nominated for something, they'll yeah. show a scene of sure. the movie. So they'll be like, I don't know, John Johnny Mash nominated yeah. for you know Cock Best. of the Year yeah. or whatever, <laughs> and then they'll yeah. just show him going to town for like seven seconds. And, like, and you'll see eight more people, and you'll be like, Oh, I get it. Yeah, Talk of the Town. Yeah. It's it's alarming. Dude. And then in the, at the AVNs, they're showing the porn clips too. The same oh thing. yeah, yeah. It's so, it's aggressive. I don't think I watched porn for like you, four months after. Ah, Pat, dude, can you did you come out and just do a monologue? Like, is that how it? Yeah, starts? I had to go out there do a little. I think I did. I did like fifteen minutes up front. Did you do like your act? Or? No, that was the that was the scariest thing about it is because yeah. that it's an all porn audience. Yeah. And they're there for that. Like they, they want to hear jokes about their own industry, yeah. which is hard for a couple of reasons. Cause one, every, every porn joke in the world has been told already for sure. This, this is like the 20th Version anniversary of, of this show. Yeah, yeah. And also as much as it's, it could be easy to make fun of that industry. Yeah. You have to be respectful. Cause like this sure. is, this is their night. Like to them, this is, this is the Oscars for them. Oh so like God. as much as you want to poke fun, you have to be a little respectful. So I mean, finding that line to walk yeah. was really fun, but scary because there was no place to test the material. What'd you so do? Like 15 minutes of untested material. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. So you just like came up with it and then go, I'll just do it here for the first yeah. time. Yeah. I was like, we'll just hope this works. And I'd say, I'd say 90% of it did. I was so lucky, so nervous, yeah. but so lucky. Didn't sleep with a single porn star. Everybody really? was like, "Oh, you had to fuck just everybody." Yeah. I was single you didn't at the get time, offers? Too. dude. I was so offended when we when like the show was over. Sorry, when the show was over, I went to the after party and everything. When I tell you, nobody really talked to me at all. I go, "Ah, oh, it's it's fine." I was single. I was open to whatever might have happened. Sure, sure. Maybe two, three weeks go by. I just start getting hit up by so many porn stars being like, where were you that night? We all wanted to fuck you. And I was like, I couldn't have been more available. I was there. I was yeah. looking for y'all. Yeah. Never found me. Didn't have any fun whatsoever. Hmm. Good, good to note. Yeah. It's not what you think it is at all. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's surprising. That is surprising. It was fun though. I remember I did at the improv in Melrose. They, they were like, do you want to uh, host this porn like the vivid, oh yeah, the vivid awards. Improv, no, like the vivid improv. It was just like vivid night at okay. the Imp in Melrose. Okay, I mean, this is like two thousand. They would do a night. Yeah, it was like their. So I'm like, what do I do? And they're like, well, you show up, and then like these two girls are gonna go on stage with you. I was like, all right. I mean, look, it was like they were nice, you know, they're porn stars, uh -huh. and so like they did like essentially like presentation kind of stuff but okay. it was you know it wasn't like worked out it was kind of it was kind of sloppy you know what i mean like well yeah i mean you ever watch porn it's yeah. like it's never rehearsed now it's everyone's first take and i was like all right um and then I, I but i fucked up in that i was like first of all i was pretty inexperienced i mean i'm like four five I, mean, I don't really know but i was doing like disrespectful shit because <laughs> oh, because i thought that's you know yeah you thought yeah you thought they'd be i in was on like it. here's you know fucking janice who has traded uh her stardom for her dignity give uh -huh. it up for and then she was like oh my <laughs> like, you know <laughs> i was like that's a funny transition right um 
And then uh, I was like, you know, this chick from the hit series, if the balls fit, suck them, you know, oh like, like, God. which was a real name, the title of this. I looked at her. I was like, I was like, real class act, you know, I'm sure uh-huh. the whole fam's proud to go give you know, let her take the money. She was like, um, oh, no, dude, it's, yeah. they, they take it so seriously. Yeah, they when they're, it. They, but I was also I mean, to be fair, I wasn't like trying to be a dick. Yeah, I was trying to be funny. Of course. And I'm like a few years into stand up and yeah. I and I go like. I think this is the way to do this. Like kind of yeah. punch. But it's you know? such a specific yeah. demographic that you're going to. You don't know how to navigate that. You don't no. know if they're in on the jokes or if they take the it too seriously. The funny thing is that after all these years, we've had like porn people do bits for like our live shows. Uh-huh. And, and they, I don't think there's a more respectful um, like group of people that like come to like when they come to like they'll hit me up. Hey, uh, we all want to come to the show, and I'm like, oh, like you want tickets? They're like, oh no, we bought. They always like we bought tickets. Oh, you know, and they if they meet you after shows, it's always like the most polite. Thank you so much. Do you mind if we take a photo? Uh-huh. We have the best time, and because it's usually like Vegas or something. Yeah, I've and they're all like they do these. They've done bits for us that like mm-hmm. it's it's a. It's not what you expect yeah. for that industry, but they are the, the amongst the nicest people that I've met are people from that industry. Oh, I yeah. love that. It's true. They really are. Do you, do you have a worse group that try to, they come to shows? <sighs> Family. Re- oh, man. God, is there anything I wish worse. I could trade my family for a bunch of porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. I mean, yeah. I mean, no, it's, yeah, it's the worst. Can. They really fucking... Family just, you know, they just like... They don't understand that you're working. That's, yeah. I think that's the thing is that those those adult industry people are like, this is this person's work. Yeah. You know? Oh, they, yeah. But they, like, I, I can't stand when my mom comes to a show and I'm doing worst. like five minutes on fingering or whatever. And it's, I have to be like, also, oh, but also like moms and like and family members are like, you know, where do we park? And you're like, I'm, I'm oh at this my show. God. Can I come in? I'm at this door. They don't know I anything. I want to sit here. Can I come over here? Where do I get a drink? So, when are you? Can I? And you're like, dude, like, you know that I'm actually, this is my job, right? Like, so really, really funny, quick story. When I was, I think I, I might've still been 15, maybe just turned 16. It's so like my first year doing stand up. I cannot believe that it's, you're it, one of those. There's like five people I know of who were like that. Insane. And I, and most of them are still alive. So I like my odds. Mm. Um, when I was about 15 or 16, I was, I was, a, this is before I ever met him really. I was a huge Ralphie Mae fan. Yeah. And he was coming, I lived in Columbus. He was performing at Hilarities in Cleveland. Uh-huh. And this at Twitter, uh, on Twitter, you could, this is at the time when Twitter was so accessible, you could reach anybody. Yeah. So I would just tweet to Ralphie Mae. We would go back and forth sometimes. And I was like, hey, I see you're going to be at Hilarities. Can I do, I've heard of this thing called a guest spot. I'd never done one before, but I was like, could I do that? And he was like, yeah, you know what? You're around the same age as I was when I started out. Like, Come on down. Yeah. And it was in like three weeks or something like that. My mom and my aunt were who were going to go with me to drive up. That's about a three hour drive. So I get their perspective, but they made me ask so many questions. What time do we need to be there? Where do we go? Do we need to buy tickets? To do we him. need to say reserve tickets, or reserve seats, and all the kind of stuff that eventually he said, Hey man, this is just too much. Let's rain check this for later down the road. And he because, canceled my guest spot because my parent, my mom made me kept asking, keep yeah. asking. So I, and I, I kept telling her like, it's don't worry about it. Don't, it's good. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah. And she just made me ask so many questions. That and he, now, he but now you it. get it. You get it. I fully yeah. get it. Yeah. I'm like, just show up, just show up. Just show up. Somebody will come to yeah, find yeah, you. Yeah, if yeah, you get yeah, lost, yeah. Stop it'll be me, fine. Asking these fucking questions. Dude, man. it's so ridiculous. My grandma came to my show in Bend, Oregon. Have you done the, the amphitheater out there? In Bend, Oregon. I don't think so. It is. Have you been to Bend, Oregon? 
I don't want, I don't Fu- want. fucking beautiful. Really? You will, you will love it. I promise you. I think I've done, I mean, I've obviously done Portland. I've done Eugene, you know, University of oh, Oregon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think I've done Bend. If you get a chance to go out there, it's a beautiful town. In the summer and winter, it's two totally different towns. It's sure. beautiful. They have a gorgeous amphitheater out there with the best sound system I think I've ever witnessed in my entire deal. life. Yeah. Um, my grandma go. came out there and I was just, I was... For some, I was I was drunk on stage, which I never do. I never drink, but when performing, you're talking about fingering girls and your grandma's. Oh there? yeah, I talked about how my grandpa said he fucked Rosa Parks in the front of the bus. Oh like, my it was God. like a whole thing. Yeah, it was like I was doing all this ridiculous, stupid stuff, and she comes afterwards and it was like, I love the fingering joke, and I was like, shut up, <laughs> please don't stop listening to my show. It is crazy, it's so uncomfortable. That you think of like when whenever you see an old person, mm-hmm. you're just like they're sweet. And they're old. And you don't know if that old person was like the blowjob queen just a few years prior. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, oh, I've swallowed so much cum. And you're like, yeah. oh, my God. Dude, really? I, I hear stories all the time about how my great-grandmother was like the biggest whore in the world. Really? Your oh, great-grandmother? My great-grandmother. Who, who, who only died maybe, I'd say, seven years ago, if that. From fucking. Yeah. Pro- probably. Yeah. Pro- she was... Uh, she had dementia really bad to the point where she didn't remember she didn't remember her husband or none of my family members. Yeah. And we would go visit her in hospice and she would like flirt with me. Really? Oh yeah, dude. Oh, she and she'd have on this sexy nightgown too. That like even I was like thinking about it. it no, no, no. She was fucking. She was out of her mind. But every story she I had ever I had ever been told about her, I was like, like oh yeah, for sure. She's a hoe. Yeah, <laughs> your grandmother. Oh, is a fucking. Oh, hoe. Dude, my parents were telling me about all these diseases she had. Oh my and, god. Oh yeah. She. Yeah. About how she like cheated on my great grandpa multiple times, but he Holy. loved her so much that he stayed with her and Jesus. all this. It was insanity dude wow yeah wow nasty stuff nasty grandma that is crazy also fun fact every woman in my family has had a kid before 20 for like for like eight generations back yeah really my family be fucking dude how long did how old was your mom when she had you 19 no she had just turned 20 by like two months when she when i was delivered yeah wow so dude your mom is young yeah, my mom, she just turned 48. Holy shit, I really could be your dad. That's How old so are you? crazy. I'm 44. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah you could. Yeah, yeah. That's terrifying. I know. But you know what's crazy is like that that kind of never registers to me because because I've been in, in stand up for so, yeah, long. so long. All of my friends are late 30s, mid 40s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have like, I guess How my did core friends. Starting, like, did you, I mean, obviously you were a huge stand up fan. Mm hmm. And you're and then when do you're like I'm gonna go try this like you're 15. I I was a huge fan of Dane Cook and Dave Chappelle when I was like 12, 13, 14, and my mom won tickets on the radio to see Dane at Nationwide Arena in Columbus. Uh-huh. It was like nosebleed seats, obviously, but I was just like so in to go. all of yeah. the show. Yeah, it went. It was incredible. And since that moment, I was like obsessed with it. So then couple weeks go by there's a talent show at school i'm like oh, i want to try it so i do it there and of course it was terrible oh, but you got balls dude. but oh i mean it was awful dude i was doing I all know, these raunchy jokes that i had gotten off the internet in still, front of my classmates it's ballsy though well, it, was, it was so i was so naive it's yeah. not you don't think of it as brave when you don't know that there could be consequences true true, true. um and then when i was 15 i i found out what an open mic was and i just emailed the columbus funny bone stroop yeah. And uh, I was like, hey, I know you have to be 21 and up, but like, I really want to try what an open mic is. Like, could I come if I had like my parents with me or something? And he happened to say yes. And ever since then, it's just been comedy so you every were going, single week. You were going back all the time? Every Wednesday. And how was your, um, 
how were your parents about it? Were they supportive? Like they were like, oh uh, yeah. yeah, my mom was like very supportive about it, but just in the sense of like extracurricular activity. You know, yeah, nobody yeah. thought anything was gonna come. Did she of give it. commentary to your sets? Like, no, but my grandpa would. It, would. it would either be my grandpa or my mom who would take me, and my grandpa would be the one to like because they were bringer open mics. You had to bring, yeah. you had to have five people buy tickets. So my grandpa would buy five tickets. Yeah. So the, the club doesn't know any different. They just think five people are in there for you. But in his eyes, I could do like no wrong. Like every, oh. every set I have, he'd be like, I really like the, the thing yeah, you said about this amazing. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It also took me about five months to hear what a set was. Yeah. So every week I was going up doing new five minutes because I had no idea you were supposed to keep oh, material like, and, and keep, keep working, and on, working it. on it. Yeah. 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 It was ridiculous. Wow. So you're just like, here's a new five. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I don't understand how people do a new hour every single night. I had no idea. Yeah, that makes sense. But it, it's a fun learning experience. Yeah. But my mom didn't know fucking... She still really doesn't understand at all. Really? No, she understands that she has a house now. She has a house. Do, when, when I tell you... Yeah. <laughs> when I told her, like, hey, things are going really well. I want to make sure you're taken care of. You don't yeah. have any bills to pay for the rest of your life. Like, I want to get you a house. Yeah. She was like, oh, that's... Oh, that's I'm so lucky. Thank you. Thank you so much. Whatever. Nine days go by, right? I get a call. Did you get the link that I sent you? I go, what, what, what did you send? She's like, oh, I sent, a, I sent a Zillow link. I go, oh, you've been looking for houses. Okay, fantastic. Let me, let me take a look at it. Tom, my mom lives in an apartment yeah. that she smokes in the bathroom of. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she sends me a link for a nine-bedroom Three and a half million dollar house with horse stables. What? I go, you don't even know nine people. <laughs> Who's going to live in this fucking house? Yeah, this is crazy. She goes, well, in case any of any of you guys want to like, come home for the holidays come or something. Come home for the holidays? I, go, I haven't come home for the holidays in six years. You think I'm going to go when I have to fly into Atlanta airport? Are you out of your fucking Mom, mind? you're out of your mind. And I go, I go, the, the horse stables? She goes, well, that's why it's so expensive. I go, who? Whose horses? She goes, well, you know, I've always wanted horses. I go, yeah. Whoa, she and took- I've always wanted my real dad back. <laughs> but like, sometimes you have to be logistic about these kind of things. Holy my mom shit. is 48 years old. She's always injured. Always. She has, um, she has, uh, what's it called? Vertigo. Yeah. To where she can barely stand upright for most of the time. I'm like, you're going to learn to take care of horses at 48 Hell years old. No. And you're going to do it after who's going to buy the horses. So you bought the house in the barn. Bought a different house. Okay. Way less expensive version. Way less bedrooms? Yes. Four bedrooms for her and her boyfriend to live in by themselves. She goes, oh, I got to, she goes, well, I got to have a pool. For who? She goes, well, I've always wanted, she goes, "I, I want a pool. I go, I've known you for 27 years. Never seen your hair wet. <laughs> never seen you sweat. I've never seen you take a bath. That's hilarious. I've dude. never seen my mom anywhere near water. And now all of a sudden yeah. she's like, I don't want a house unless it has a pool. That's crazy. So fucking ridiculous. Did you get the pool? No, I didn't get yeah. the pool. Okay. I got a house with a lake behind it. That's a big a, pool. A, a big pond behind it. And she still pool. goes, Yeah, and they said the land is totally okay to install a pool if we want. I go, Holy Mom. Shit. <laughs> I love you, but you're white trash. You're going to take this above ground pool like an adult and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing, dude. It's amazing that you're like, I'm going to, things are all right. And she's like, here's a three and a half million dollar house. It's like, are you out of your mind? Yeah. I go, you're not getting a better house than what I would get for myself. That's insane. My mom is like so wired this way too. The same way? Totally. Weird. What's crazy? My mom isn't like that. My, my like, mom is so simple, and that's what I love about her. And well, then she hits me with this expensive. I taste. think that that's a kind of an act 
from moms. You think so? Kind of. Yeah. You'll see it more now as you have, you'll be working at this level. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, my mom is like, I'm very simple. I like, you know, nothing special. And you're like, all right. Uh Uh-huh. And then, you know, she wants a car. It's like, what kind of car do you want? Eh, Mercedes, Lexus. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. Then she was like, let's let's swap it out. I want a different, this is like a month later. I'm like, swap it out. You fuck, it's not a dress. Like, <laughs> I mean, and then it's like, you know, I like simple things. Oh, okay. You know, I'm flying you to this thing. Is it first class? Yeah, of course. Where are we staying? I'm like, four seasons. Oh, that's nice. Um, I I was walking through the, the hotel lobby. I saw these earrings that I would love to have. And I'm like, all right, can I have them? You're like, sure. Gets them. And then she's like, I kind of don't want these. And you're like, wait, wait a minute. Like, so what you learn, like with my mom, it's that it's about the, the get, like I, I, it's like almost like an addiction where it's like, I want the thing. Mm -hmm. Then she gets the thing and she's like, oh, I want another thing. Oh, it's very like, that's hard to fulfill. It was like this growing up where she's like, I went to like TJ Maxx today and I bought these 10 things on clearance Uh for like a dollar 50 each. And you're like, Okay. All right. Good for you. Yeah. And the next day you're like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going back to TJ Maxx to return all those things. It's like this chase, you huh. know? And that, or she goes like, can I get, can I get this thing, these shoes? And you're like, all right. And then she gets them and she's like, oh, well like that was the, I got them. Mm. The, the Now like the, the dopamine kind of fades away and she's like, I need like a new check. You know what I mean? So yeah. And then she sees me as just like the fucking central bank. Mm-hmm. So she's just like. What else can I get? I'm like, and because you're your son, you're like, how do I say no? Yeah, you know? I mean, I, I just sometimes I'm just like, you're out of your mind. Get out. I, I don't even answer her, you know? Oh, that's all I was about the houses. She yeah. said more and more. She was like, all of them were like two million and above. And I was like, you don't need this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop being ridiculous for a moment, which caught me so off guard because my mom is, I don't think she, I wish she had more of that actually. I wish she wanted more. Really? She's so simple. She doesn't really ask for anything that isn't essential to her. Is like like hearing aids or something like really? that. Yeah, she has wears hearing aids. She uh she's had like some some dental problems and stuff like that. So I've gotten her like new teeth and stuff. So she doesn't ask for anything extravagant. She doesn't ask for any experiences or trips, which is what I wish she asked for more. I try to go to I try to get her to do experience more stuff because yeah. I feel like she doesn't live much. Which is well, what I, I want you know, for my family. You'll get you'll get her to do some of those things. I bet. I think so. Like maybe she just, if you do some of them together too. Well, like I brought. She flew to L.A. like the summer before COVID for the first time, mm-hmm. and I was so excited to take her around to see all the touristy things. And yeah. a lot of people don't realize there's not a lot to do in L.A. as as a as a tourist. Right. There's like the key five to seven things that yeah. like, you're like oh, okay Hollywood Boulevard, Santa Monica Pier. Maybe yeah. the Griffith Observatory or something like sure. that. But you can do all that in a weekend. After yeah. that, there's not much else to do. I took her to go do all those things, and she was all. I took her to Hollywood Boulevard. And she goes, "Huh, it's not like the movies." Yeah, yeah. I go, "Nah, and this is it. It's yeah. not." Yeah. She's she's not impressed by much. Sure. So I wish she wanted to go do more things, but she doesn't express what those interests are. I don't know what a lot of my mom's interests are like once are interesting, and I wish I did. But she must. She also might not have any. Some people are just so blue collar that like their whole life is wake up, go to your nine to five, yeah. come home, cook dinner, watch True. TV every day for the rest of your life. Yeah. And you're so happy with that. Yeah. I mean, but also like, you know, maybe getting some of the opportunities presented will change some of those things. You yeah. Know? Very well could be. I mean, it could be like, you know, hey, mom, you ever been to Hawaii or something? Yeah. You've been naked skydiving. There you go. You yeah. ever get banged from the skydiving instructor oh, from behind? I don't want to think about that. <laughs> 
She's like, actually, that's a very cool idea. Actually, I'll tell you just how. I would love to open up the chute above a barn with horses and then. Oh my God, I'm going to fucking throw up. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you how white trash and non-extroverted my mom is. Like this is how This is how bad she is at going outside and talking to other people. Yeah. She just found out maybe a maybe a year ago that her current boyfriend used to be her second cousin. Used to be? Yeah, through marriage. Oh, okay. And that marriage got divorced. Okay. But I was like, there's 8 billion people in the world. You just found this out. Gotta fuck this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Who you might have met at some point in your life before? Probably. How long have they been together now? Like two years, I think. Okay. Yeah, man. So do they, are they grasping, like your mom especially, what's happening with you? Like they get it? think they know I have like I'm I think they know I'm doing well yeah but I don't think they understand like the full extent yeah of, don't tell them what do you mean don't 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 explain to them exactly what just let them well it's like, hard because it's it's like who well. do I who do I revel in the accomplishments with you know what I mean? it has to be my friends yeah my mom doesn't get it yeah, at all don't 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 break it down for her she'll be like oh get me that fucking barn like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah dude by the way you know what she settled for instead of the horses uh, goats oh she's got goats now she wants goats so eventually <laughs> she'll get some fucking goats you're gonna be like, believe me you don't want her to know don't, don't just be like it's I'm working it's I, just, I yeah. just want her to be proud for the right reasons. Yeah, I'm sure she is, man. I mean, it's 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 got to be, you know, it's got to be a thrill. Like I have kids that are young, but it's got to be so thrilling for a parent to see that happen. To How many kids do you have? Two. Two How boys. Old? They're boys. Uh, five and seven. Five, seven. And what are yeah. their interests at this age? Um, the seven-year-old likes uh, video games. He likes Roblox, Minecraft. Um, okay. He's really into that stuff. That's all very uh, normal. Yeah. Okay. Um, Little math whiz. He's he's a cool, eccentric kind of kid. Like great autistic personality. <laughs> Not autistic. No. no okay. Just um, good at stuff. Okay. Just good at stuff. <laughs> uh, and then the five year old. It's just cars. It is cars. There's the autism. Got car- it. <laughs> Got it. Cars. 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 And I thought I liked cars as a kid. This dude gets into cars. Turns them on. Like and people are like. Turns him on. He's like, is there a clutch? And then he just pushes the clutch, turns the car on, revs the engine, turns it off. He's like, what other cars you got? And he gets on. Really? We went to a place. He turned on 40 cars. And the guy was like, what the fuck is happening? Where'd you go? There's 40 cars. It was like a car dealership, you know? And they were like, is he turning on every car? I go, if you let him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's co-signing on this. So he, yeah. will, he will start every car. Does here. he have a favorite car? Uh... It, the funniest thing is, he's like, I go like, "What's your favorite car?" He's like, "Toyota," and I go, "He just knows name brands." Yeah, he knows he knows like forty names from their emblems. And he's like, "Oh, there's a Subaru." I'm like, "Jesus, how do you know this shit?" But he goes, "I go, what's your favorite car?" He's like, "Toyota." He's like, "Will you get one?" I go, "No, way above my Toyota." <laughs> he has no concept yeah. that he can do better than I'm Toyota, like, dude. What are you talking about? You see my cars? What are you talking about? Toyota? He's like, "I love Toyotas." I'm like, that's okay. so fun. that's yeah. so funny. I love that he's nerdy about it at such a young age. Loves it. Loves it. It's it is. The only thing he gives a shit about. Really? Totally. That's autism, man. Yeah, <laughs> have you had him tested? Yeah. He's, he's, you, you did have him tested? No. Oh, no, come on, no, man. No, I'm he's curious. Uh, no, he's, he's, I don't think he's autistic. He's pretty like, 
Because <laughs> he likes cars that much? Yeah, man. Too concentrated on one thing is is a little concerning. Like he's really? he, he's either autistic, which is awesome, or yeah. he's working on a uh, manifesto. Cramp. Oh fuck. Ham- cramp hamstring. right now? Yeah, hamstring cramp. Fuck. God, I know. And the you have a baseball in the back of your leg? No, I just, I'm holding it. Hamstring just cramped up. Oh, we, we did deadlifts right before I came here. By the way, you look great, man. Thanks, bro. You look fantastic. Thanks. How man. much are you down over the past like year? The past year, probably yeah. like around forty pounds or something. That's incredible. Yeah. What made you, what made you want to make that change? Just being sick of it, of just being fat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just like, or just being like, you know, you feel like unfulfilled potential. Like you're just like, I know I could do better. Yeah. You know? And you and you're always it's bothering you. Mm-hmm. Like you're not like, oh, this is great. Yeah. But you're like, I'd like to do. But you do like these half-ass versions of it. Yeah. You know eat clean for like a week or two mm-hmm. or like work out for five days. Yeah. And then you're like, I don't know, you just write back to your thing. So it was just like, mm-hmm. I just want to address this. So it was just like slowly going after something, you know? Now, do, do you feel like it's affected you on stage, like being in better shape or because you're so established, you're, you've been established as a comedian, people will already respect your comedy. Um, I don't think like, do you get any shit being like, oh, Tom's changed. He got skinny yes, now. Yes. He's trying to, he's trying to be something else now. Like, yeah. But that? I, yeah, but I completely dismiss and ignore that like a hundred percent. You Good. know, I mean, yeah, it's usually, it's dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is insane. Yeah. They go bring back fat Tom. Why? <laughs> Cause they, they go like, that's when, that's when I, that's when I found you or that's why I liked you more than you were. Fun. I'm like, this is nonsense. You because know? of the way I look, that's I fucking mean, that's, insane. It's, it's, it's nonsense. I just, I completely, I mean, I'll never entertain it. I don't, I don't pay any mind to it. I don't, I don't respond to it. Oh, you're I, better than I am. Dude, I, I will, really? I'll, I'll copy and paste tour dates in a comment section and be like, pull up pussy. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll do, I'm, I'm waiting to fight somebody at a venue. I can't fucking wait. Okay. <laughs> Cannot fucking you, wait, dude. You, you gotta let that go, dude. I'm, I know, I know that's me being 27 yeah, and egotistical, yeah, but yeah. it's just like I no. I can't stay. I threatened to fuck somebody's grandma one time. For talking I shit DM'd to, her. For because she said some shit to you? The grandson said some shit to me. What'd he say? I was in Chicago. It was summer of 2021, and he just started going in on, you know, typical shit. You're not funny, not funny, not funny, yeah, all this yeah. kind of shit. And I, I had time. Yeah, which is yeah. a huge misconception, by the way. When pe- people people's instinctual re- uh, rebuttal on the internet is go, "Oh, you, you have all this time to respond to people." Yeah, man. Yeah, I woke up at four p.m. Didn't yeah. have to work till eight. Yeah. I have so much time. I have time, right? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we start to go back and forth, and he's saying all this all this mean shit. So I go to his profile, obviously, which is what you do yeah. when you have an, an online beef. You go, yeah. I gotta find some ammo. See, yeah, yeah. And he had posted a picture with his grandma, and I was in Chicago, and yeah. he also happened to be in Chicago. So I DM'd his grandma like the nastiest, freakiest shit I could think of, like trying to smash. Like yeah. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna come in your IV, like the nastiest shit I could think of. Yeah. Like deliver some deep dick pizza, whatever yeah. Chicago puns I could think of. Sure. And he was fucking livid. Yeah, dude. He yeah. was like, I'm gonna fucking find you. I'm gonna fly to one of your shows. And I was like, cool, I'll buy you cool. two tickets, one for you and your yeah. grandma. Just come <laughs> through, dude. Yeah, his grandma never it's... answered it, but I was like, I wanted his family to know yeah. that he, like they they raised they a fucking pussy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did one time a guy was like, like you're fat or something. So I went to his profile uh-huh. and the picture was him and his mom oh. and his mom was a pretty big lady. So I just wrote to him, I go, is the pig in your profile your mother? And, and <laughs> he wrote back, LOL. And I was like, is that a yes? And I and he was like, yeah. And I was like, so you have a, you're, you're dishing this out and that's, 
the fucking person that bred you a mommy fucking, issues yeah a literal fucking animal yeah so um i don't know that was fun you know dude the yeah. courage of people on the internet is yeah of course fucking and they don't want unbelievable of this I'll nah dog right show them show them what happens what's up dog you don't want this it's shit. nuts man just trolls that live at home talking the most amount of shit of course of course but that's what i'm saying is that like you know people say whatever like all this stuff i don't know dude you got like i'm focused on all these other things yeah and i go like i, don't, I really don't have time i don't want even one at risk like entertain it i'm like okay like, yeah go, I, go. I don't know i don't know why i can't you will you'll let it go because it's gonna be the the more you're working and the more opportunities you get and the more things you have going on, you'll realize you have less time and less interest in yeah. responding and engaging. It just makes it hard to navigate who you want to be, I think. Because if so many people think you're this and expect you to but, be this, let me ask it's you really this, hard though. to not turn into that. Let me ask you go, this, well, though. if you're going to think I'm an asshole anyway, why don't I just be an asshole? But if, you, if I'm being nice and you already think I'm an asshole. You're having this uh, incredible success, right? And then you think about, think about like... Um, Taylor Swift, Tom Cruise, somebody with an enormous fan, like following. Mm -hmm. I mean, if someone's like, Taylor Swift, your music sucks, do you think that she's like, I need to fucking engage this person? Yeah. No, right? She, yeah. Why? Because she's like, I have better things to do. I'm doing a stadium tonight yeah. and then another one tomorrow. And I'm like, I'm focused on my work. Hey, Tom Cruise, your movie sucks. Uh, okay. Yeah. I have fucking five more in production coming like you know there's a point where you're just going to be like yeah i'm a pretty busy guy with a lot going on yeah and if you think i suck god bless i got things to do i think know? it's just scary how much power those kind of people do have because they there's a there's a subculture of cancel culture like getting canceled is due to, due to something you did or at least allegedly did right? right right but there's a subculture of people who like you didn't do anything wrong but people just don't like you sure. enough that yeah. they go, let's all collectively get together. If we all just talk about how much we fucking hate this person so much, it'll spread. For I'll give an example of that, and it's really not fair, and I'm guilty of it, is like I met John Mayer the other night, right, mm -hmm. at, at MSG with, with Chappelle. Yeah. And I'd never met him before. I wasn't the most familiar with his music, but all I'd ever heard Great was that he was that he was a douchebag. Oh, really? I had heard he was an asshole and a douchebag the entire time. So my impression of him but without knowing him was I was like this guy's ah, I heard he's an asshole like yeah. I don't know if I want to meet him or whatever and he came up to me it was the nicest guy ever yeah and I was like holy I, I immediately felt such guilt that I had any kind of preconceived notion of him yeah. whatsoever but it realized I was like that that shit spreads people not liking you is contagious mm -hmm. even if there's for no reason whatsoever and that's the kind of stuff that could make its way to not just regular people who are going to come out to, who were thinking about coming out to shows and then somebody told them I was an asshole and they go oh well then maybe I don't want to spend the money to, to come see him and that can make its way into studio heads and networks but and can they I tell you something don't like him so I'll tell you something about that though mm. you have zero control over that zero you have zero control yeah. over what people say about you especially when your profile grows and is at a, a large gives your here's what you do control who you are as a person, mm -hmm. how hard you work at your craft, how you treat people. Yeah. Like those things you do control. So if everyone's like, Matt's an asshole, he's a cunt of a person, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you know what? I'm nice to people. I treat people with respect. Then you know that that narrative is a false narrative. And the most you can do 
best you can do is ignore it and keep being a good person, keep treating people well, yeah. treat, keep putting on the best shows you can put on, and that's who you are. You're not who people say you are. You know who you are. Yeah. I think I need to focus less on how can I get everybody on my side and get you everybody can't. to like, rather than just being like, okay, if I have, let's say, 16 million people that follow me on TikTok, I have 16 million fans Crazy. on this thing, right? Yeah. Why don't I just focus on pleasing those people who have just, given me the career that I've had? Ex- I mean, it's like, you know what? When people are like, you suck, I think the thing to, to really think is you go, there's some people that think I'm pretty great. And guess what? I'm going to play to them. Yeah. I'm going to play to them and enjoy this experience with yeah. them. And these people who are like, you're the worst, be like, all right, there's a whole bunch of other people. I hope you find someone you enjoy. Yeah. And then just, you know, enjoy yeah. what you have. Yeah. The only thing I've been focused on is like, I, I would love to get more guy fans and yeah. they're coming in. They're, 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 they're trickling they're, in they're slowly but surely. In, and I love it. I'll send some your way. Paul, for the love of God. Send some of that hot tail over here. <laughs> um, Matt has a Netflix special coming out in November called Natural Selection. Yeah. You're going to shoot it in... I'm shooting it end of September, September 22nd and 23rd in Washington, D.C. At the Constitution Hall. Yeah, yeah. Amazing place. So Amazing. excited, man. It's so cool. Very happy for you. Thank happy you, for man. all your success. So much going on. Don't lose your mind. Don't get AIDS. Have uh, fun out there. Um, get your mom on those horses. Oh, and um, no, dude. No, it was, it was really fun. Thanks for coming by today, dude. It was a great time. Thank you, ma'am. It was great to chat with you. Yeah, Thank I hope you. we do it again. All right, see you guys next week. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.